0: Mark music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guest tonight's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Starry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota Metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Starry, that's S-T-A-R-Y music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you've got an extra buck or two, you wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Music Podcast. Also, considering helping getting the word out on the street, via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Bob Dylan. Some people feel the rain, others just get wet. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! episode 180 thanks to all the folks who contributed to this podcast on patreon.com coming at you on a beautiful spring evening here in st paul minnesota one of my favorite movie scenes ever is when elwood blues is sitting in his apartment windowsill listening to louis jordan's let the good times roll and watching the train go rumble by i just got back from chicago today and out of all the cool sights in that city seeing that old blues brothers train takes the cake Wednesday played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Holt, Minnesota. Congrats to bartender Luke for getting his Monday night shifts back. Wednesday, March 27th, 2019, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Friday, March 29th, I'll be playing a solo show at Danny's in Stillwater, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. Saturday, March 30th, Mr. Brian K. Johnson, myself will be rambling on down to Clayton, Wisconsin to raise the roof at Seven Brothers from 7 to 10 p.m. It's part three of three with Brian Layton and Patrick Tanner of the legendary Minnesota band, G.B. Layton. We talk about the stories behind the songs on their new album, Second Chance, such as the Elvis song, further on Up the Road, and more. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome back to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast Part 3 here with Brian Layton and Patrick Tanner here at Bread Sound Studios here in St. Louis Park, Minnesota. We are talking about the new G.B. Layton record, Second Chance. And we're hearing the great stories of the production and the songwriting behind this new awesome record. Uh, One I want to throw out is the Elvis song. Where did that come from?
1: Ah, That's a great story. Uh, We were playing an acoustic show, four of us, uh, in Appleton, Wisconsin. It was Patrick, Scott, Mikey, my sound guy, and I. So it was a three-piece we were doing. And uh, we were there the night before the band was coming in to play the full band the next night. And we had one hotel room. And Scott and Patrick had taken off to go to the hotel room, and I said to Mikey, my sound guy, I said, hey, when, um, when you're going to leave, let me know. I'll go with you. And he's like, oh, I'm staying here. And I said, what do you mean? He says, "They got a, the apartment upstairs, they'll let us stay up there if we want. I'm like, okay. So they locked us into this bar, which is not a bad thing because <laughs> breakfast is right downstairs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so is staying up late and uh, talking with your sound guy, which was awesome too. But they have this statue of Elvis up there. And it was freezing. It was the middle of winter. We were cold. We slept in in our coats and our hats and and gloves and everything, mittens. I mean, it was cold up there. And uh, there's a statue of Elvis just kind of staring at me. And I just kind of got this idea of how people think, oh, I bet he's going to some party after. I bet he's going, you know, to party with some girls in a hotel or something like that or what after and it's like no i'm going upstairs get locked in this cold apartment inside a bar and try and get to sleep you know and so the next day i woke up and i just i started writing this song about the line came to me just because you smiled sing a song doesn't mean there isn't something wrong because you know you think about Elvis he had the world in the palm of his hand he had everything and still something was wrong he still needed something he needed some drugs he needed some alcohol he needed something to get him whatever prince the same way he needed something to to whatever you know he they're going to get it wherever they want and to me it was a tragedy uh, to, to to see them when you think, oh, man, they got everything, but nobody knows. We're all the same, you know? We're all kind of the same person. So that's where that song originated from is just because you smile and sing a song doesn't mean there isn't something wrong. And I just felt connected to Elvis, so it was kind of like Elvis is a friend of mine. Somewhere, somehow, in some other life, he and I were doing the same thing, so...
0: So let's say folks that are listening to this and don't understand, like, the music lifestyle and, let's say, what it's like to be or picture you, like, oh, I bet you he's doing this or doing that. Why do you think, like, the folks you mentioned, like Elvis, if you take, like Prince whatever, are drawn to that kind of, uh, or why do they need something else besides what their own music and creativity is giving them? Is it a come down? Or what do you think it is?
2: It's all that adrenaline. When you're on stage, even if you go on stage and you got a migraine... While you're playing, it goes away, but it comes back when you get off again. And how do you come down from that, the, the ecstasy, really, you know, playing live? What's going to bring you back down where you're not all depressed? Probably drugs or drinking or whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, how do you play B. Elvis and you play in front of 40,000 people and then all of a sudden you're alone? You
1: know? And that's, you know, one of the uh, tough things in my life is, you know, struggling with the that time off, you know, and, and when I'm not on a stage, I feel like, you know, it's hard for me to figure out what to do, you know, it's, it's kind of like, I want to be on a stage, that's where I know what to do, that's where I know how to do it, or in a studio, or whatever, but, you know, I can see where those people lose, you know, you get, you know, all the money in the world can't make you happy. All the fame in the world can't make you happy. You know, and uh, I don't know. That can scare scare me sometimes.
0: Wow. Uh, yeah, some deep stuff here. Elvis is a friend of mine. I think all the musicians here understand that that kind of stuff. Um, all right. Uh, so the next song, uh, let's talk about the Noah Levy drummer song, "Baby, Baby, Baby." Do you want me? Yeah.
1: That's a song that I could sing at every show I've ever played, (laughs) looking at one girl in the audience going, oh, girl, if you only knew what I was thinking about you right now. Maybe I would have a chance. But see, in their eyes, they're thinking, he's going back to some hotel probably and partying with a bunch of people where, no, I'm not. I'm going home, sitting on my couch, turning on the TV, grabbing a drink, sitting with my dog, and writing the song Mirror. That's what's going on in real life. So my fake life is, baby, do you want me? Here's a guy standing on the corner. All torn out, you know, just just this bum. And he sees this girl get off the bus and go into a store, and he's just like saying to himself, Hey, I want you. I want you. I want you, baby. Do you want me? I want you, you know. So I could sing that at every every concert I've ever played. I could look at one girl and sing that song
0: (laughs) and it kind of goes like that where it's like it's a big anticipation in that one because it's electric guitar the cool electric guitar that just kind of rockabilly thing and you build and build and build until everything finally comes in and everyone's just going nuts so how did you choose that kind of production wise to to wait so long and just kind of build it up build it up and then everybody kicks in
2: we had played the song live for a bit before we we started recording so it's really built on i mean you brought the song into sound check yeah. and we kind of fleshed it out from there. Yeah, and, and I had this uh,
1: idea of just like let's come in in the middle of a phrase instead of coming yeah. in where you'd normally come in. Let's come in in the middle of it, you know? So we worked it up and yeah. it worked. It was cool.
2: Yeah, it's it's the least amount of tracks on the record. I mean, we have drums, bass guitar, one guitar, which I play, and then you play another, and then vocals, yeah. and that's it.
0: Yeah. Really?
2: Yeah. So there's nothing much to it, and uh, the key component there really was getting. You know, first time I heard the song, I thought Noah Levy would be good because this he does this all day long with yeah. Brian Setzer. Yeah. You know? And um, to get that driving beat. So that was that was an, a quick one, really, to uh, to record.
0: Cool. Um, okay, another song here. Let's go to uh what's the one that starts off with bullshit? Is that oh. Feel Like I'm Living? Yeah.
3: Take off the bullshit, honey. I don't want it anymore. Take all of my heart and mind like you always done before. I even give you to
0: stop. <laughs> what's that song about? That's just okay. Well, this album is that's an angry
1: one. It's not angry. <laughs> it's not angry at all. Okay. <laughs> it's about a guy that's just saying, "Hey, baby, if you don't, you know, like I found myself finally, you know, I want to feel like I'm living here. If you don't want to be a part of it, that's fine. But I want to, I want to feel like I'm living. So it's, you know, this album is kind of layered in a way where a guy's st- starts out by losing this girl and then being okay with it and then you know baby do you want me seeing another girl you know doing that thing uh life try you know finding finding yourself again and then feel like i'm living is is kind of like yeah you can take all the bullshit i'm done you know uh
2: I love that track because you say bullshit on it. Yeah, and it's right, right away. Right away. <laughs> uh, I think originally we, we thought about having that be the first track on the record. And then yeah. we, we kind of backed off because maybe maybe we can save the bullshit for later when people are all warmed up. Did you guys do a radio edit where just clips and, oh, bull, crap.
0: <laughs> yeah. Crap. <laughs> you can take
1: all a boat crap night.
2: <laughs> I think that might be my favorite track on it. Yeah. Because it's it's got so much melodic content, you know. Right. And uh, you know, it it lets the sun in for me, you know. To me that's like a very much a, an outside kind of song, you know, on a sunny on yeah. a sunny day. Because it's got a pop element to it, like a classic pop element, power pop kind of thing that I'm way into.
1: And I love the end of it. And it just uh, reminds me of, like, the Who, the mm-hmm. end of that song, just the way that kind of goes off with the guitar and the harmonica.
2: Yes, but the harmonica is, is definitely that... Yeah. What's the song? The Who song that I'm thinking of with oh. the harmonica at the top. Come Together. No, I don't if, no not beam? come together. Bob O'Reilly. Uh, Bob O'Reilly and uh and what's the other song though? Magic Bus? No. Uh, Join Together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. it has that kind of yeah. harmonica thing in it. Yeah. The Who gives me goosebumps. Cool. Um, so,
0: Brian, last time you are on the podcast, you were flushing out acoustically a version of Life.
3: The day begins get out of the bed without a dream No
0: sunshine Another stormy day on down and you jammed it on the show, so um, what was the process of going to when you were just flushing it out on the podcast, literally, that was super cool when you did that, <laughs> to now hear it's on your record, full production?
1: Yeah. That's one of the, that's like the, the first tune, I think, of this whole thing that I kind of started with, this uh, life thing. um.
2: there's two versions Is of really? that that one you know the one that's on the record that we actually completed but there was a different version um initially that was running very long you know i think it was upwards of 7 or 8 minutes had a very Whoa, long really? intro yeah. and uh, i think we just decided that we let's get to the the good bit yeah like sooner Make it a little more compact. The song is,
1: is the song's about, you know, getting up every day, doing what you do every day, going to your job every day. Does my life really, really exist? And am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? And it's me shouting at you, yeah, get out there, you know, live it. Do you know what it's like to ask him? Do you know what it's like to ask her? Have you even tried? You know, this is it. This is your life. This is one shot you got. This is it. You know, what are you gonna do with it? You know, so that's kind of what this song came about. It was kind of my first uh, idea for this album. Was is that the, cool?
0: Kind of E chord riff you were doing up and yeah, down the neck, right? Yeah. Um. So. In previous records, or when YouTube was coming out, whatever, I'd always watch the GB videos of like uh, um, Twisted and then um, (laughs) uh, uh, Lonely Long and stuff. Are you guys doing any music videos for any of these songs? haven't talked about that yet. Um, I don't know.
1: But just haven't even talked about that yet. (laughs) We're we're getting ready for the release and for getting this out, and then we'll... We'll see what we need, you know.
0: And the artwork looks... Who did all the artwork stuff with that cool photo on the cover? Michelle. Michelle did? Yes. Yeah, it looks spectacular. And what made you go with the paper version instead of the classic old plastic CD? Because it's just
1: CDs. I mean, actually, this time we're actually going with CDs. We're doing an album, too, actual disc album. Mm -hmm. And we're doing a... uh, USB, USB with every album of mine on it. Really? So now, because a lot of the cars don't even have CD players in them anymore,
0: my Jeep so, doesn't.
1: Yeah, so now you can buy a USB with it's got every album of mine on it. Plug it right into your car, and it's got every every album. How do you go about doing that? Like, hire a company? To you do that call, or? Yeah, Michelle Tanner. And- <laughs>
2: You ask her and she figures it out. No, I think that the header of her Facebook Facebook page page something like I get shit done or I get stuff done, she wouldn't say shit. <laughs> Neither would I, but but she really does. She is yeah. um she's very good about that.
1: Yeah.
2: Look at all this. And, uh, and she really like just has an eye for detail and getting things right and um uh, so so that's the artwork. That's a lot of that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you have to sort through the pictures and pick one that you really thought was going to be the right one for the album. And yeah. That. Brian, over all the
0: years of your 13 albums, what's your least favorite cover? Least favorite of
2: all your the
1: albums? The first album. <laughs> Shut up, because you know that one, don't you?
2: It came, the it was, One
1: Time, One Life. Yeah.
2: Is that the one that has that two different covers?
1: Yeah, that's Carrie in the that's background. That's my cousin on the, on the album. And it's not about her. It's about the way I look because oh. my my hair was just all and you
0: had the Dan Neal bolo tie.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, yeah. This might be your fa- My favorite one. Yeah, I like this one.
1: The uh, the it look comfortable.
0: Are, yes, you look comfortable and happy and just kind of yeah. rocking and yeah. and the glasses you're wearing now. That's like looks like the. Uh, ghost record one with the sunglasses, Terminator shades. See,
1: I don't know how to be a rock star. See, I'm telling you, I'm trying.
0: <laughs> I thought, you're doing it, man. <laughs> am I doing it? Okay. Yeah, you're just doing, it, man. Mm-hmm. So, so Brian, let's say, you know, someone comes to the show or they want to ask you about the record. So Patrick mentioned his favorite record or favorite song is "Feel Like I'm Living." If you had to come up with something, my grandma shows up at a show says, "Brian, I'm gonna download just one of these songs." What is your favorite song off this album?
1: Um for your grandma <laughs> <laughs> uh, further on up the road it's not goodbye
3: just good to know I'll see you my friend further on up
0: the road ooh the ballad one yeah. that's my
1: favorite I mean that's where Second Chance came from and uh
0: Let's put that one at the end of the at the end yeah. of this episode, so tell us about that song if you don't mind.
1: Well, it's kind of written um with my friend Bob Bianchi Rossi in mind um but it's i it, it's i played it I've played it at it's funny because I wrote it and we played it live, and I've played it i think at three funerals, and I haven't even recorded it I've, but people heard it and were like, "I want that song at this funeral," you know. So, um, for me, it's kind of like uh, Bob. I'll meet you somewhere. Uh, the 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 bridge is when we meet again. Maybe somewhere warmer. You can tell me all about what you have done, and arm in arm we'll walk, and uh, we'll smile a little longer. And it'll come a time, and I'll have to leave again, and. I'll see you further on up the road. So,
0: wow! Any production thoughts on that song? Patrick? Well, that,
2: that's the one we really went all out, and we probably spent more time on that track than we did on any other. Yeah. And um, very high track count on that one, but it really. So, for people uh, listening,
0: what does a high track count mean?
2: Well, I mean, we, there's a lot of instruments that are come in and out. Um, so we have, you know, a lot of keyboards, strings. We wanted it to be epic, and uh, you and I, Brian, we went back and forth on that a long time until we got it exactly the way mm-hmm. you wanted it to play. Yeah. And, you know, I think there was a sense of destiny when we did it. We knew that track was important. Yes. Because it had already been really big with the fans. Yeah. It's the it's a song the fans latched onto right away. Right and, away. And the meaning, you know, I mean, like, thanks for coming over. It's yeah. like a... Yeah, it's too. it's
1: it's for the fans, you know, it's thanks for coming out tonight. Thanks for lending me your voice. Thanks for, you know, um thanks for letting me bend your ear and and uh that's basically this song is you know for the fans. My little input on the on the bridge is personal for Bob. When we meet again, maybe somewhere warmer. That means Acapulco. I'm gonna meet him again somewhere in Acapulco. So yeah, hopefully not hell. <laughs> no, not not hell. <laughs> but no, the fans coming out, you know, and saying, you know, hey, it's time to say goodbye. It's not good or not, it's time to say goodnight. It's not goodbye. It's just good to know that I'll see you again further on up the road, you know. So
0: very cool. Yeah. So when you're recording songs, Brian, do you, are you a lot of takes guy? Or do you like a one take guy? Or what how many when you're singing this to you, what's your approach? We
2: usually get what, three? Sometimes not even three. three I mean, yeah. I think it's basically a matter of just like capturing you that day. Yeah. Whatever you're feeling that day and getting that before you start thinking about other things. Right. You know, it's like when you sing a song more than three or four times, all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, I should probably look at a new water heater sometime. Oh, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, cousins and all the Vikings and all kinds <laughs> yeah, of stuff. Right. So I think that's that song we did not have a lot of vocal takes. There was not a lot of um of putting that together and yeah. obviously nothing like autotune or anything like that. Right. I mean there's no auto tune on this record. That's it's pure Brian. Woo-hoo. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, Brian Layton, Patrick Tanner,
0: thank you guys for being on the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. Good luck to you guys. Congratulations on the new record, and looking forward to your guys' CD release shows. And thank you so much for being on and, and talking about this. It just for me as a listener and a fan of the record, it just puts a whole thing in new light. Hearing the stories behind all these songs and all the production stuff. So thank you guys very much for doing it. So thank, thank you, you, Mark. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you very right. much. Bye. Thanks for tuning into this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast. If you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast enjoyed some of the musical edits on the show please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also if you get the chance please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Until next time.
3: over Thanks for all the laughs I feel a bit better now Like I caught a second chance It's time to say goodnight It's not Goodbye. Just good to know. I'll see you, my friend, further on up the road. Thanks for all the laughs I feel so much better now Like I caught a second chance It's time to say goodnight It's time it's just good to know I'll see you.